Julie. Hey, Julie. Welcome to Hey, Julie, a podcast about movie trailers. <laughs> but- and so occasionally about Big Brother, but at the moment, it's February 20th as we record this. Not a whiff of Big Brother is in sight. Well, there's Big Brother no. Canada, but we're not talking about that. Yeah, like maybe Big Brother, like, Hungary is happening <laughs> right now, but... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I do want to give uh, a quick listen. Brett's gonna kill me, but I do want to give a quick <laughs> update <laughs> on my finances. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. No, I know. I would love to hear. I'm not gonna kill you. No, actually, you're not. You're gonna be very hashtag proud. So, have you gone to the moon? I haven't gone to the moon. I, in fact, haven't bought any new uh, socks yet. But I did. Yeah. I was inspired. To have a meeting with an investment specialist at my bank. (laughs) And I told him, like, here are my goals, retirement and perhaps buying a home one day. And he was like, great, what's your risk? I said, very low. And he said, great, I'm going to put together some options and we'll make sure that we set that up for you. So there you go, guys. If you're thinking, if you were like, what, if you're on the edge of your seat thinking, how is Danielle going to blow her money next? Joke's on you. <laughs> I went the responsible route. I literally said to him, Brett, I was like, I want to put my money in an account where I don't see it and I don't touch it for 10 years. But then when I do look at it, it's doubled. And he was like, okay, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they can do that stuff relatively easily. <laughs> so if anyone wanted to follow in my footsteps as, you know, the highs and the lows of GameStop, we're going to reach a real solid middle now of um, r- responsible investment. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to be the counter programming to the <laughs> Wall Street bets sort of people who are like, oh, it's this shitty face cream business. Uh, <laughs> it's going out of business. But uh, some uh, actually smart people are shorting this. Uh, let's bring it to the moon, baby. <laughs> and we're going to be the opposite. We're going to be very boring, very, very financially sound Mm -hmm. we're gonna be like well we've read the prospectus and we found that the quarterly year over year ebitda has increased and we're just gonna we're gonna talk really just just hard numbers hard acronyms and that's gonna be the show from here on out i don't even care when big brother hungry comes back we're not talking about it does that mean anything to you yes (laughs) i heard gary v say it in a clubhouse chat (laughs) anyways we have a loaded show we're going to talk about the nasdaq for 45 minutes right we're actually going to start off with a new segment the trailer park we're going to talk about some trailers that came out um a couple episodes of wandavision i have a personal journey to share Mm. about a a celebrity who we bring up a lot on this show yeah. And anything else? We're going to do a light. Well, I'm going to give a light uh, section on Barb and Sargo to Vista Del Mar because Brad hasn't seen it yet. But he will. But I'm, gonna, I'm planning. To, I'm actually planning to this evening. Yeah. And I also watched. I mean, I don't know. I don't have much to say about it, but I watched the first episode <laughs> of The Leftovers out of respect to Brett. Okay, let's let's do a little let's do a quick leftovers because someone actually did comment. Someone did hit us up on on Twitter and say, "I wonder how the leftovers rewatch is going or, yeah. or first watch is going." Yeah. So let's talk about the let's talk about a fucking eight year eight year old show. Right now. <laughs> um, and then yeah, so let's let's get started and see where we end up. Okay. Okay, trailer park. Yeah. Discussing three trailers today. We're watching uh, talking about. Let's start with the biggest. Let's start with the headlines. Yeah. Oh, Academy Award winner. <laughs> yeah. Emma Stone. She likes two things. Fashion and killing dogs. <laughs> she is. Cruella. Uh, so she's Cruella. Um, I'll be honest. I don't. I think I've maybe seen 101 Dalmatians, like the animated one, like once or twice oh, wow, as really? a child. I didn't watch the live action one with like, was it like Jeff Daniels or something yeah, like that? Yeah, and Glenn Close. And Glenn Close. I didn't watch those. I mean, I watched like some Disney. I wasn't like a big Disney kid, mm-hmm. you know? Like I watched some of this stuff, but not all of it. Like I watched all the bangers. I've seen sure. The Lion King. Of course. Right? I've seen Toy Aladdin. Story. Yeah. Aladdin, sure. But like even some of the other lesser... Well, I don't know. I don't see all of them. So uh, I'm not totally 
well, honestly, I'm more aware about the plot from 101 Dalmatians from The Simpsons than I am from <laughs> 101 well, Dalmatians. But this trailer was fucking psycho. <laughs> By and design. it made no sense. Right. And yeah, by design, because we're all just, we live in a world. And we do. We live in a society. <laughs> we li- that's what I was trying to say. Because we, we live in a society. <laughs> this trailer made absolutely zero sense. And this is just what movies are going to be for the next 30 years, I know. I, oh, I know. I agree. <laughs> and one light th- fun fact about the 101 Dalmatian animated version, it was made in 1961. <laughs> it's very old. Yeah. Um, which might explain why the affinity is not there the way it is for the 90 ones, 90s ones. I it's actually, weird though. I did watch the Peter Pan from the 50s or 60s mm, a lot as a kid. But yeah, thanks. that one's cute. I thought I think 101 Dalmatians is very cute. I quote it all the time um, because it's got some good lines. What qu- what lines are there from it? Uh, my, Call me Ishmael. My nose we'll is- always have Paris, kid. Arf, arf, arf. Uh, 97, 98, 99, 101. You know. No, this this quote and my real, you know, the people who understand Danny out there, they're going to understand this quote. <laughs> My nose is froze. My tail is froze. My ears are froze. There's this one puppy who just complains the whole time. And that I related to even as a child. There's another one. There's a fat little puppy named Rolly. And he's just always like, I'm hungry, mother. (laughs) That I related to as well. In the, is this the sixties one or that or yeah. the nineties no, one? No, the sixties. The, they're animated. They're so cute. I can't. Like, and they I, talk. Yeah, they talk in the but animated in the, one. Okay, in the live action ones, do they talk? I don't. I don't believe so. No. Okay, I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was more of like a Beethoven situation. I think yeah, they really like, fleshed oh, out the, um, the okay. humans in that. You know, the, yeah. one of the bad guys was played by none other than Hugh Laurie, Doctor House. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lupus lupus dog 43 has lupus oh it's so it's so good those dogs are so cute i just love dogs and i always did <laughs> Me so maybe too. that's why maybe that's why i always liked it but um what a dream 101 that is so many you ever stop and think about how many dogs that is a friend of mine was fostering three puppies during the quar and that was more than and I, I came over and I visited and I was like whoa how do you deal with this 24 hours a day and this person was not was was at the, at their was loving life but also at their wits end so <laughs> yeah, 101 I, I mean going through one puppy well and here's can I debunk something really quick yes I think most people probably know this but if you misremember the movie you might think that Perdita the mother dog gives birth to a hundred or 99 Dalmatians, she doesn't. She actually only gives birth to like 15, and then they meet 84 other ones along the way. Oh, they're just like a street gang? Yeah. Just to clear that up. Anyway, back to Cruella. Cruella, I was so upset by this trailer. (laughs) Like, I don't know why, because I remember hearing that they were making this movie, and I'm I'm sure the word's like gritty, dark. Yeah. (laughs) Like Stylized. Like those words were thrown around when I read about this movie happening. But seeing it, for some reason, seeing a trailer of this, like half Joker, half Harley Quinn eyes version. Ha- yeah, what's have you seen the Maleficent movies? There's yeah, two of I them, I believe. I haven't. No, I didn't. I haven't those. either. I but like, care. I don't know. I I don't like. I don't need to see the origin of a of an evil mistress. Well, that's the thing. Like, I can I can understand people being interested. Wow, how did Maleficent hate this teenage girl so much? And like, you know what? I actually stand her because I hate teenage girls too. You know, I can see people having that thought. I by the way, that's not me. I, I love hate teenage girls. I hate all people younger than me. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but Cruella kills puppies and skins them for her clothes. Like, there's no. There's no storyline that's going to make me like that person or have any kind of sympathy whatsoever at all, ever. 
Yeah, because like they make the best sort of like leather. She just for, likes the print. She likes the Dalmatian she likes the print. print. She wants a coat you, made of Dalmatian puppies. You, you know, you can go on Amazon and <laughs> buy cheetah print leggings for like probably less than $20. And they're not cheetah. They're they're just the print. Yeah, it, exactly. Like they try to make it like she's so punk rock. She is misunderstood. She has to prove herself in high London fashion society. And then she burns a house down. She also sets her dress on fire. At one point, I'm pretty sure it says she's misunderstood. No, I understand. And you know who else understood? The three Dalmatians they show in the trailer barking at her. They always knew she sucked. I know she sucks. Nothing in this movie is going to convince me otherwise. So don't even try to do this, Disney. Just give me another live action version of Falcon Lady and the Tramp. I just don't understand what this movie is. Like, she just go. It was, it reminded me a bit of uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, a movie that I fucking hated. <laughs> because, every, I mean, granted, they didn't show much from this movie. You know, just a few, a few shot, a few VFX shots and a shot of dogs being like, oh no, not her. Yeah. And it was just a lot of like her walking into a room and being, and which is what I hated about the Queen movie as well, which is like something would happen and then a record executive would be like, we can't put this song on the air. And, and Freddie Mercury would be like, you have to be more fabulous, darling. And that, would be, and that was just a lot of like, think more fashion, th- be more fabulous. And the thing that I always hate too is uh, when a character says their own name. Oh God. And that's the only, that's the, that's end the, line. That's the button of it too. It's like, who are you? My name is Cruella. What the f- <laughs> we know, we know what movie this is. And I just don't like, I've seen Emma Stone do an English accent in a movie and it was in a great movie called The Favorite. So seeing her do it in this movie just feels like an insult. She, she's just, you know, she, you know, you need, sometimes you need a check for $25 million. I know. I know how this was sold to her. Cause everyone, cause Glenn That's Close. That's how it was sold. People 25 loved mil. Yeah, probably. <laughs> But people did love Glenn Close's rendition that, you know, she's like a campy sure. icon. I don't know. I just can't stand for it. I can't. I, will I see it? Maybe on Disney Plus. <laughs> I won't rent it. I won't rent it. I won't pay $20. It, it's, it's coming out this May, but on Disney Plus, they don't do the Disney doesn't give you no free fucking rides. As you would know, if you've been to Disneyland, it's, you got to drop, you got to drop multiple Benjamins to get in the door. They don't give free wides at Disneyland. That's not true. That's not true. I watched Soul for free. Remember? Oh, really? Oh, that's free on 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 the Plus. Okay, yeah. I thought I thought because uh, I remember with the Mulan situation, there was you got to have the Plus, yeah, and you got to drop thirty in that. No, I didn't pay for so. Soul. So there you go. We'll, we'll dive into this. Maybe mm-hmm. they do give free rides. Soul. I mean, we all have one free ride in the soul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the ultimate free ride. <laughs> okay, so I'm anyway, never going to watch this I give movie. It a thumbs I have down. no interest. Big thumbs down. Two thumbs down. Two thumbs down. Next, we're staying in the world of cinema. Cinema Verite. Mm. A movie called Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Another, like, existing IP that greedy movie studios are like, hmm, this has been sitting around for a while. Let's blow the dust off and... Shake the cartridge, blow the dust out, and put it back oh, into the console. Yeah. See what oh, plays. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. She understands the video <laughs> game references. Well, I will say. So I watched this trailer right before we started recording at Brett's <laughs> insistence, and I really don't. I know my brothers played this game. I don't remember it much at all, but I did something about him saying, "Get over here." Yeah. Is that like a classic line? Because I was like, yeah. this has struck a memory in me. <laughs> Scorpion who shoots chains out of his fists. Oh. Says, get over here. And then the so, other guy is Sub-Zero. I do remember Sub-Zero. And I did think that the special effects were very cool. They, uh, yeah. So this movie looked cheesy as fuck. <laughs> and so the Mortal Kombat movie came out like in the mid nineties, but it was PG 13. That movie was kind of all right. If you were a child in the 1990s, I'm sure it's terrible if you watch it now, but the thing that all these video game adaptations lack is um, like a plot that makes fucking sense. 
uh, beyond all these other things. Like one of the things all the video game mo- things lack is like just do the shit from the video game that works. <laughs> right. Don't send Mario to like weird downtown futuristic fucking dinosaurville. Wow. Have him jump on some pipes. <laughs> have him rescue a princess. And have that big plant come out of a couple of them. Yeah. The v- fucking Mortal Kombat video game is about one thing and one thing only finishers <laughs> it's about bl- disgusting bloody gory ass people getting their fucking spine ripped out of their body while someone says finish him or get over here <laughs> and that's what this trailer is and this movie does it looks dumb as hell I, I, you know it's not it's not gonna win best picture like music or like hamilton right but you know, just the movies we know that are you know, Golden Globe nominees. <laughs> this movie is going to be rated R, and there's a red band trailer for it, which means they can show blood and, and stuff. They can say- and it's, oh yeah, there's just lots of people getting their fucking limbs ripped off in an over the top way. Where I think this actually does have a chance to be like a cult, a future, a new cult classic, possibly. It it um it definitely it looked a little serious. Um, yeah, there was a lot, lot of serious. like a tournament for centuries has been battling. Like who who cares? Yeah, yeah. I th- I think that's just the setup. Which this I thought movie, was a good setup, actually. This movie is about ripping people's fucking heads out of their bodies. You're gonna rent this. You're gonna pay twenty bucks. I think I'm gonna watch this movie, and I don't like like ironically watch stuff too much. Mm-hmm. Whatever, but I think this might have a chance to be just like dumb, gory fun. And well, we as we we live in a society, <laughs> and we as a society need a movie like that every once in a while. I give a thumbs up. I get. I actually give it a thumbs up too. Um, I wasn't sure what to expect <laughs> when you insisted I watched it, but I didn't find it too offensive. And I did. I I enjoyed the thrill I got when I heard "Get Over Here." <laughs> it, it brought me back to childhood. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna go from the silver screen to the small screen. Mm. You showed me a trailer for a show on AMC called "Kevin Can Fuck Himself." Ah, now people, tell us about it. This this is another show, much like Cruella. I've been hearing about this production of this for a while. When I first heard the synopsis, I about a woman. Well, we all know. Let's take it back. We all know the show Kevin Can Wait, do we? <laughs> Which is a sitcom. It was a sitcom starring Kevin. What's his oh God? Kevin, Kevin James. James. Yeah. Was that? At, well, I guess this was. Oh yeah, this was like after King of Queens wrapped, and he's like, "Let's do another show with yeah. the same exact premise, where I'm just like a fat piece of shit." <laughs> yeah. Well, he's just like, you know, a shitty husband. And first, he had. That's the thing. He first had this beautiful actress, Erin Hayes, playing his wife. And after a season, they were like, eh, you know what? This isn't working. Let's try to make uh, magic again, as we did with King of Queens. Kill that character off and have Leah Remini come back and just, <laughs> that's it. We, you know, the problem with this show is this hot wife. Let's bring this other hot wife in. The problem with this show is that it's just not the other show. Let's just make this the other show. <laughs> yeah. So... So that's what the, sh- the Kevin Can Go Fuck Himself is sort of named after. And it's, it stars a Canada's sweetheart. Um, what's her name? Annie Murphy, who played um, the sister in Schitt's Creek. She is a Emmy winner now. Um, who and isn't in that cast? Exactly. And Nobody. this is her, you know, much anticipated follow-up project. It, it's... I don't even really know how to explain it that well because it seems to be the sitcom, the real life, and then maybe another a couple other little kooky things going on at the same time. But basically, she's the hot wife to some schlub, and but she decides she's not going to take it anymore. I would actually describe this show, and it will be a good transition into the next show we talk about, as WandaVision-esque. Well, that's the thing. That's what I tweeted. And it went absolutely viral. By that, I mean I got 10 likes. But oh, I, wow, yeah. I said, 
this is exactly the show I hoped WandaVision would be because, well, who knows if there's any, I don't think there's any superhero thing involved, but there's a commentary at least on the tropes of sitcoms and television. There's like a knowing, whereas WandaVision, not really. WandaVision just sort of presents it without any commentary whatsoever, which I think is disappointing. Um, WandaVision, we'll get into it, kind of stinks. I'm so glad you said that. Um, yeah, so anyway, our two thumbs up. We can talk two about thumbs up for Kevin. Yeah, I'm going to watch I'm going to watch Kevin can fuck himself. It, it was honestly hard to tell from the trailer like what the fuck is going on Yeah, because there's this like sitcom thing going on and then there's a real life thing and I didn't know like all right, was she actually on a sitcom or is this like a a fantasy thing? Yeah, I think it's fantasy. I, uh, hey, hey, it's a 90 second trailer. Yeah. Watch the TV. Like we're not going to answer all the questions. Watch yeah. the damn TV show. And then like, we'll discuss. That's it's yeah. So but, I, I, you know, it, it seemed interesting. And, yeah, it seemed like I was like, oh, this is kind of what uh, I wish WandaVision was in terms of commentary about sitcoms or whatever. And um, I guess let's talk about WandaVision. Yeah. We, so we, we, we have, have two, two weeks for us to talk about. We have Malcolm in the Middle to talk about and Modern Family to talk about. Um, Malcolm in the Middle episode, I will say I did appreciate I was kind of surprised they went the Malcolm in the Middle route <laughs> of all the shows in the 90s. Um, so that was kind of interesting, an interesting choice. Yeah, it was interesting choice. And I think a bad choice to me <laughs> in that the last two episodes have really relied heavily on some nine-year-olds. Yeah. And Ugh. listen, you got two... You're focusing a lot of this story on not only one kid actor. You got two kid actors. And, and neither of them is Jacob Tremblay. Oh, they are no Tremblay. Don't even, don't you dare say the na their names <laughs> in the same breath. Well, and here's the problem. These kids also appeared out of nowhere because they literally, you know, they're born. Well, she's pregnant, yeah. they're born, and now they're nine years old. And so there was really no, no easing into these. Suddenly there's kids in this show. And... um Call me but, a curmudgeon. And then, so, <laughs> uh, call me. and then suddenly they're doing direct address to the camera. <coughs> Excuse me. They're they're like talking directly to the camera. They're no Frankie Muniz. Oh like, no. These kids, these kids stink. And there's a lot of like like them carrying the emotional, you know, weight of what the hell's happening in this plot. And it just sucks. I hate watching kids. Yeah, there are very few kids who are enjoyable actors. I, I, you can probably count them on one hand. Tremblay. Tremblay. Muniz. Muniz. <laughs> Jaden Smith. <laughs> yeah. Um, a young uh, Mara Wilson. Star, pardon. A young Mara Wilson. Is that her and name? Yeah, sure. Young Mara Wilson. That's it. So. Drew Barrymore. Oh, she was great. She was great. Pre-drugs. Yeah, she was so cute. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, a lot is dependent on them. In the in the Malcolm episode, we had the sort of like reveal of here's her brother. He is in he's in town. <sighs> Did we talk about this? This complication of how this brother is played by the actor who I guess was in the um, X Men X Men version, <laughs> whereas the Aaron Johnson who played the brother in the Marvel version is dead, and that is something that was supposed to excite me. I know. I know. I was. Yeah. I mean, like, I was wow. excited because I was excited because I was like, oh, cool. Maybe they're like working the X-Men in because Disney finally owns the X, like the film. Right. Like the televised the rights to the X-Men now. And they literally didn't at the time, which is why there were two versions of the same character. Both both companies seem to have their own equal claim to the character. So they're like, oh, let's, let's just do two of them. Yeah. Uh, so. I yeah, I mean my problem with the Malcolm episode was was just a lot a lot of the kids and um also in the real world thing with uh our our girl Dawn from Mad Men and <laughs> yeah. our girl two broke two <laughs> yeah. broke girls the broke girl from two broke girls mm -hmm. and uh Randall Park 
Like what are they? What are they doing, man? Like I don't know. She just. I think their the plan is girl pretty is bad. just like, oh, heebly jeebly's. Let me say something wacky. Yeah, I and don't really get them. <laughs> isn't Randall Park like a pretty great comic actor? And they just have him doing stuff like, the truck is ready, ma'am. Yeah, it's very good luck. Well, I also their characters. I don't understand. Watch out. Because <laughs> I asked this to my husband, I was like, "Am I supposed to be rooting for Wanda? She's bad. I think she's." She's bad. <laughs> like, um, that, that's the problem. My problem with WandaVision is every time anything happens, I go, am I supposed to care about this? <laughs> and also, is this bad or good? <laughs> like, I don't know who, I really don't know who's good, who's bad, why something is important. Like, well, let's just say in this most recent episode, which is Modern Family, the big reveal is Which it turns rough. out that Catherine Hahn's character, Agnes, is the one who's like behind everything. Again, they do this whole song and she smirks at the camera. That was this... the best part of the episode. But was it? Because I was like, what, what is this? <laughs> like, it was I the don't... best part because she's the only one. She's honestly the only actor in this who I like, like enjoy watching. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Johnny Depp's friend has oh. been is good too. Oh, Bettany. Paul Bettany. I know you don't like him. But she, I, she's cool. She's laughing. She's like, she's a babe. And she's like doing this wacky, comp, like over the top comedy thing. And it works. And Caitlin, what's her name? Caitlin Olsen? No, that's from, <laughs> it's always sunny. Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen. Mary Caitlin and Ashley Olsen. Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Mary Caitlin and Elizabeth Olsen. That's a category on oh, yeah. Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> uh She's like doing this Julie Bowen thing, but it's like the same joke over and over again. And she's overacting it. And it's like, it just doesn't work. I disagree. The Modern Family thing does. You disagree with me that she was good? No, I don't think she was good. I thought she was good the first three episodes. But I feel like her performance hasn't evolved with the type of show that they're doing. I think she got stuck in the like 1950s patter and um, like style. And no one told her like, oh, you need to... Now this is Modern Family, and now this is Malcolm. So you need to you need to go watch what's her name, um, the mom Jane Casmerick. Yeah, you need to go watch her, and because uh, I Jane really Kasmerich think she just kept... acting teacher. She's great. I love Jane. <laughs> Jane Casmerick was very good in that show. But um, she's still married to Bradley Whitford. Are they still? Great I question. think they sadly split. Very upsetting. I mean, they were they a cute a couple. The dimples. They both had great dimples. I'm Google. I'm googling this. <laughs> yeah, this is important because we do. Okay, stand- I have uh, I have an article from uh, 2010. After an unexpected divorce, Jane oh. Kesmerick is sta- starting over. Ugh, it's too bad. We we love both of them. We wish them well. Yeah, um, I think this all the blame can't be put on one Olsen or or any no, of the famous No, I, I think she she tried. I, I think the writing has been pretty fucking bad, especially for the in, especially for like the fake shows, the shows within a show. Modern Family running for like 10 years. I think it's over now or whatever, but that was like, I didn't watch it and I watched episodes here and there, but it was always like a really well-written comedy. Yeah. And like, you guys don't even have to write a single episode of Modern Family. You have to write like two fucking Modern Family scenes and you can't manage like more than three laughs. laughs in there and it's like the same joke over and over again that she's like a put upon mom who's like fuck it yeah and like it i don't know it it's was just, bad but also it, that doesn't land you go outside oh, i'm sorry what are you saying oh no the only i i feel like they got really lazy with this episode um just because it also wasn't filmed the way modern family is filmed modern family is like a shaky steady cam um that like follows them like it's a documentary. This was not filmed that way. Yeah, you had like two or three confession. Like they just kind of did this cheap, and it's like yo, it's Disney, and you have like a woman Disney jumping owns through. Modern Family. A... They have the yeah. <laughs> like they could have exactly. Hired... But you're also doing this shit where like a fucking moon rover drives into an, a like a fucking force field oh thing, and it, like... don't even get me started. Do not get me started on them <laughs> showing your. Cells are being rewritten at a molecular level. Okay, I'll put the, on this suit. <laughs> I'll put on this extra layer of clothing then. And then just jump on through. Okay, so that 
this stuff really is beginning to bother me. The stuff with like our three heroes, like were they kicked out of sword? Like fucking t- the last episode wasn't the guy who's always just being like, get me a sit rep stat. <laughs> the fucking douchebag guy. Wasn't he like, get the fuck out of here. You're not here anymore. And then like, all of a sudden, she had she and Randall Park, who doesn't say anything, they have the authority to be like, yo, get me your best fucking Mars rover here. We're going to drive it into a fucking new dimension. Yeah, Where honestly, does that shit come from? I'm, and then the girl with the fucking f- army fatigues on, just like Captain fucking Irony, every, t- every line she says <laughs> is just like... Rena Park's like, can she make it through? She's like, yeah, of course. And everything she says is just like instantly negated because Mm -hmm. like a person of her character can't actually know what's going on and can only be confused, can only be, you know, proven wrong by like the the supernatural events of the show. Right. What the fuck is going on? Well, I'm very much team that boss guy because I kind of agree with him. If I were him, I'd be like, yeah, I do kind of feel like Wanda sucks. She's hurting people. Let's shut Shooter. her shit down. And you three are just ruining everything. So get off my get off my lot. You know, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. I just don't know. Like, is that wrong? Should I be rooting for Wanda? Because I don't. And I don't well, root now for you're Paul Bettany either. So now you're supposed to be rooting for her because all of her like evil actions. Are this other character controlling, pulling the strings, pulling the purple witchy strings or oh, yeah. whatever the hell she is or whatever. Okay. So, because all these people are Avengers, like they can never act in a way that's like not, you know, lawful good or like maybe mm. in like a Tony Stark sort of way, like chaotic good. Okay. Like, are, like all the Avengers are like completely infallible. You don't have one who's like... <laughs> You don't have one who's like kind of doing some bad stuff half of the time. Maybe someone at me or whatever. Tell me the fuck. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. Or whatever. But like, you know, she is a good character. She isn't e- being evil and putting all these people under her spell. Someone else is putting her on a spell to put all these people. I don't know. Uh, but they revealed I her as if I was supposed to know who she was. I don't know who she is. I don't know who Agnes, but... but- but whatever her name was, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you don't read the comics. We're we're not nerds. Yeah, and I don't think it should be a prerequisite to be a nerd to enjoy a show on Disney Plus every week. Quite frankly, I, I'm going to tweet this eventually. <laughs> if I never, ever see again a YouTube thumbnail that has a red arrow pointing to nothing. And that says like 103 Easter eggs you missed. <laughs> will they will be too soon? <laughs> yeah. Like there's a whole Easter egg conversation going on around the show where it's like the leotard of the guy of the strongman and that you know in the circus right. or whatever. It's like could they really be bringing back this fucking character who was in one comic in 1972? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I think probably. <laughs> Yeah, they probably are, actually. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, and I don't care. And to your point, I don't know who Agatha is. <laughs> Agatha? Get me Hugh Jackman with a cigar and some knives. <laughs> yeah, like, I show me the A-list. What's with these B-listers? They're trotting out the, the lamos. Like, I'm sorry. It's just too much to keep up with. I totally agree. After every Friday morning I wake up, and I see already people being like, wow, huge bombshell. And like, I have all my theories about Wanda Vision last night. And I'm just like, there's a what? I would have to like understand one thing in this show to understand what you're talking about. And I don't. So keep it. I don't want to hear it. I have a theory. Get a life. <laughs> I can't wait for the show to be over. <laughs> <laughs> I know that being said I think it's only three more episodes I will definitely yeah. watch all three I'll see how this shit ends sure can they this at least is do actually, like reality show at some point please I was gonna say I was gonna say WandaVision is becoming a very good uh, Hey Julie topic because it's playing out like a season of Big Brother where you're like <laughs> oh okay this is interesting alright 
All right, they're doing black and white. They're doing some jokes. Oh, okay, Titanic's here. And then at the end, we're like, all right, I just want to see how it plays out. All right, let's we give the racist a half million dollars. We hate everyone in it. We can't stand it, but we're doing it. Why? Who knows? Even I couldn't tell you. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. We just wait. have a very high threshold for pain, clearly. <laughs> um. Can you talk about the leftovers for like a hot minute? Yeah, because that's all I can truly bear to discuss. So you watched the pilot. Yes. What'd you think? (laughs) I was just like, I can't believe Red's watching this now. Now of all times. This is the last type of thing I want to watch. I don't want to watch Anne Dowd with a vow of silence. And why I'm watching it. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Go for it. Well, just one other thing. Very upsetting. Lightly related to Cruella. I a show where a dog gets shot in the first episode. Okay, yeah, no, trust me, yeah, no, exactly. (laughs) If I, I'm the opposite sort of. I feel my feelings really strongly. I'm an emotional person, but I like to. If I'm in a bad mood, I don't like to watch something fun. That's good. If I'm gonna, I I like likeness comes you know comes together in yeah. that respect. If I'm if I'm down, if I'm experiencing grief and loss and looking at a world full of grief and loss, I want to consume media about grief and loss. Yeah. I I don't know. I I've always been that sort of person. If I'm in a bad mood, I like listen to depressing music. I don't know. I just I actually find it more comforting to like live in the live in it and process it that way. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. First season of the show, notably a bit slow, a bit heavy. Um, and trust me, I, I will turn off anything that is about like animals dying, even like a shitty animal, like a cat or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, dogs do get shot in this show, but it's like always off camera and it's oh, there and like. Something's funky going on with the dogs after this major catastrophic event where they're all like really aggressive and and dangerous. I don't. I think so. That's I will. The I problem. will say that. I think it's the, they just needed better training. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I will say. I will say. I'll just spoil it with you. Okay. There does get to be a good dog in the show. Oh. Okay. So eventually, <laughs> eventually, there's a you know there's a, a good a good boy a, a good boy enters the picture. Oh. Um, so you watched the first episode. Uh, I completed season two last night. Mm-hmm. And I love this show. I so much. I wish you luck. Yeah, you know, everyone kind of says about the show that the first season's probably the worst season. It's the slowest season. It's the most depressing season. Man, uh, this is true. I actually thought, and maybe it goes back to my other point of like, like wanting to consume depressing things when I'm in like a, f- a foul mood. Maybe I, I kind of thought the first season wasn't that wasn't as like depressing or slow as other people had said. Um, I, I really liked the first season. I really liked the second season even more. The second season certainly does pick it up changes. They change the setting a bit. They throw a lot more new and interesting cast in there. There's a lot more music, a lot more upbeat music okay. in there. A lot of, a lot of good stuff. Uh, whoever had asked us on Twitter how the watch is going, <laughs> it's going very well. It's going good. I really, I'm really enjoying the show, and I'm quite sad that there's only one more season left. No, I think that's great. I, I gave it the old college try. It's we're different for sure because I'm more. You want me to? I'll give just a short, short little shout out to the movie I watched twice in 24 hours. Barb and Star no. go to visit Del Mar. <laughs> when I'm sad, and I'm not really sad, like I have um, uh, ennui that I believe we all have uh, lately. But this movie will lift your spirits. This movie takes took me to another place. It really did. Like there, I can't think of anything that I want more to watch. I'd love to live this movie because I would love to go to a sunny, beachy place full of color and happy, nice people. But um, for now, I'll just watch it on my TV. It's everything I want, everything I need. It's so funny. It's so committed. They're so committed to the bit. Um, Such great performances, musical numbers, 
talking animals. I just loved it. I, I, I would watch it again, maybe before my rental is up. It is so good. How many, how many hours you got left on that rental? I think I have, I think I have, um, like 20 hours left. Oh, so you, oh, okay. It's a 48 hour rental. Yeah. From, um, Apple. Oh boy. Okay. I'll plan that out. Um, I'll plan that out. (laughs) No, I just, I truly loved it. I didn't, I wasn't sure what to expect, but from the first moment I was hooked. I can't wait to watch it. I think I'm going to try it. I'm going to try to watch it tonight. Are you going to buy it? You dropped 20 big ones on it. 30 Canadian big ones, probably. (laughs) And are you going to buy it like on afterwards? It's one of those movies like for me, like um, Romeo and Michelle or sort of Mean Girls or I don't know, just where I will watch this movie every time it plays, you know, like it's, it's just so watchable. It's so colorful. I miss seeing colors on the big screen. Everything's gray. Yeah. I mean, if you're watching leftovers or (laughs) fucking WandaVision. Yeah. Or Cruella, (laughs) like all of this stuff is gray with like an occasional pop of red. This movie has it all yellow, orange, blue, green. It's just beautiful. I actually towards the, the, it's supposed to be like a joke that, you know, there are these middle-aged women from Nebraska and so their clothes are like a little tacky, but I was actually like, this is so refreshing. It's actually very beautiful. Is this going to be like the new, like, is it the new clothing style? Everyone like going to go from mom, like the high-waisted mom jeans to like. culottes. Okay. Um, All right. I don't know. It's possible. We'll see. But I just couldn't give it enough accolades. Hopefully that doesn't set you up for disappointment, but I really, really loved it. No, no, I can't be disappointed by Kristen <laughs> Wiig. Um, so that's my short little bit on that so that we don't get, we won't get into any um, spoilers, obviously. Did we have anything else before my final topic? Just one thing I did watch was mo- like the first five episodes of Call My Agent on Netflix, which is a French show. Oh. <laughs> and it's called me agents it's très bon um yeah i really liked it just if anyone's looking like i feel like the things i'm watching right now i'm like i want to travel and i can't so i'm watching things in paris and things on like this tropical vacation that's what i want to be watching right now um are you doing are you doing with or without subs with subs just because they speak so fast okay so. do you understand it or like you, you know. I would be able to understand most of it without subs, but I prefer having it exactly just so that I'm not like thrown at all. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Like, do you watch it? And you're like, oh, I actually understand that joke. Actually, makes more sense in French than it yeah, does. Yeah, sometimes, and sometimes the subtitles. I'm like, mm, that's not quite. It should be a little different. But you would do a different translation, exactly. But you, you know, know, if you were translating some classical greek plays you would have mm. cho- chosen a different wording yeah exactly for agamemnon <laughs> um, <laughs> that's the one greek name i could think of uh, <laughs> agamemnon right that's one sure yeah i think it's a character and i don't think agamemnon was like a was like a writer agamemnon was a in greek <laughs> mythology the a king and the grandson of King Atreus and Queen Arope. Obviously. Nice. Hey, look at me. Pat myself with your, on the back. Your questions about Greek mythology. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, we're really beating around the bush here. I think we need to get to the meat of the true meat of this episode. That All right, Brett, I'm going to go on a... Pr- <laughs> let me give just a little context here. Okay. Brett texted me. Out of the blue and said, I need to talk about this person on the podcast this week. And I said, oh, yeah, for sure. I was like, oh, did something happen? Like, is there goss that happened that I maybe missed? And Brett said, no, I just now is the time for me to talk about it. Okay, so please, Brett. Um, so this all started. It's all started because of Mark Marin. And mm. that's not the celebrity we're talking about. <laughs> so I just kind of, I've been looking for some pods and stuff. And I honestly have not listened to WTF in years. And just looking for some new pods, going on some longer walks, just kind of want to mix it up with what pods I'm listening to. And I'm like, oh, let me check out what's uh, on, who's been on WTF lately. And I downloaded like 20 episodes of WTF from the last wow. 
a uh, couple years or whatever, just picking out what actors or, or people I, I would be interested in listening to. And I listened to an episode with our friend, uh, Hey Julie Mainstay, <laughs> Zach Braff. <laughs> in, our, in the Hey Julie actor rankings, number one, is Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, yeah. And it's, I think number two might be now <laughs> Male actor, because yeah. we have a, we, we have some female actors. Obviously, so obviously. Including Florence Pugh. Yeah, Florence Girlfriend Pugh. of. Um, so I listened to the Zach Braff thing. And let me just, I'm going to tie this to something, a personal realization that I've thought about, I've thought about this before, but I'm saying it out loud. I'm like, and also like, who gives a shit? Like a fucking small clap for the white guy. Representation matters. Mm. So I was obsessed with Scrubs in high school. <laughs> I was obsessed <laughs> with Scrubs in high school. Okay. I loved Scrubs so fucking much. And as a slightly weird, slightly cute, White Jewish guy. <laughs> Guess what character I really identified with? Mm. That's right. Donald Faison. No. <laughs> Zach Braff. Yeah. He was a bit unlucky in love. I fucking was obsessed with this show. My my oh, my friend, my best friend Josh was upset. We were we were obsessed together. Oh my God. And I just couldn't get enough. Garden State came out. Oh, it's moody. There's music in it. Another level. I fucking loved Zach Braff like, as a kid, yeah. you know, a teenager and stuff. <laughs> and then, I, you know, obviously Scrubs kind of takes its turn and it stops being good. And I stopped watching it and I stopped thinking about Zach Braff other than mm. to like mention him in jest on the show. So I listened to uh, WTF. I'm listening to a bunch of different actors on there. And I listened to the Zach Braff episode. I'm like, wow. What's up with you? A lot. A lot of, yeah, I haven't heard from you in a while, bro. And uh, he was, it was so weird consuming him and uh, listening to it. And I was like, oh, you know what? He's, he's a charming, he's a charming guy or whatever. And then he was plugging his podcast. Zach and Donald talk about the scrubs or whatever the fuck this show is called. Okay. He's doing one of those rewatch shows that everyone's mm -hmm. doing right now. Um, you, And most of them aren't very good. Can um, I just a uh, quick sidebar yeah, about sorry, these no, types of podcasts? Please interrupt at any time. Like, this is not my fucking Well, whatever. I just, I, these types of podcasts where it's like, I'm a famous actor who was on a famous show that you all loved. And I don't, since then, I haven't done as much. So why don't I just go back to the well and rewatch and make a podcast about it? All I can say is I can't wait for those episodes to run up, where you get to get to the end of that final season and then have nothing left to talk about because then what are you going to do? Then what? Then how are you going to milk that cow? Exactly. Exactly. So I'm I'm like, oh, let me check out this, the, the Zach and Donald thing and I'm listening to it and I'm like, actually, Zach Braff is a bit, um, he's a bit hard. He's a bit hard to deal with. He's a bit insufferable. <laughs> He's, he's a difficult? bit insufferable. No. He's a bit insufferable. <laughs> and, you know, like, it's just super weird because all of those shows, and I've heard a few of them, like I tried watching the Battlestar Galactica or listening to the Battlestar Galactica show with Trisha Helfer and one of the producers or creators of that show. Um, and it's like, all that show is, and especially the Zach Braff one, is like Zach Braff jamming on the brakes whenever he can to like explain extremely basic stuff like what a sit like what a single camera show is versus a multi-camera show and then doing these like deep dives of like hey remember when steven who was like this person's assistant said this and just doing inside jokes about people and things you don't give two fucks about <laughs> and it's uh, it's just rough and you know to bring it back, like, and I didn't really fully flesh out what I was going to say here other than I told you like three days ago. I'm like, I need to talk about Zach Braff. Other than that, it's just like a, a realization in the last few years where like I watched this show and this is embarrassing. I feel completely embarrassed to say this and whatever people are hearing it. I feel completely embarrassed now to have like really identified so much with 
an actor just because they looked kind of and acted kind of like me when I was like a fucking 14 year old or a 15 year old. And that's why it's important that Siona Paris is clearly becoming Captain Marvel 2 or some sort of superhero mm-hmm. in WandaVision. And they're going to spin her off and she's, I don't know, whatever she's going to be in next. She's going to be in something next after oh, yeah. WandaVision's over. Siona Paris is going to drop in with her. through that force field. She's doing something. Give her, <laughs> give her Neil Armstrong suit. Put some blue, put some blue contact lenses in. <laughs> Drop her into Winter Soldier and Falcon. Yeah. Drop her into the Loki show. I don't know. Sure. <clears throat> All it is is like, I don't know. If if you're a fucking white person and you in like you just don't think that represent you just kind of like pat like a just like shrug off representation mattering or like why is there why does there need to be a black superhero? Or why does there need to be a woman <laughs> superhero? Why is you know like it's so fucking 14 year olds can be like, whoa, that kind of looks like me and then be embarrassed about it 15 years later. Yeah, I think that's when their so actual adult cha- taste change. But it is good. I think it, both things are true. Of course, it yes, representation is so important. It's also not everything because like people, I mean, really, the thing is, is that no one should be put on a pedestal, especially not actors exactly. no oh my god they're horrible <laughs> that's the last the last people you want to put on a bed maybe politicians you don't want to put on a pedestal number one which is like this is now uh, this is really off topic but i'm over here in canada absolutely barfing anytime i see a fucking liberal brain worm tweeting like wow it's i watching jill biden and joe biden express love for each other is making me tear up Thank God we have a couple in the White House who actually loves each other. I'm just like, who cares? Shut up. You, have you gotten your $2,000 checks yet? We need a single, <laughs> like, the next president should be a single woman. Yeah, like, but uh, <laughs> it's just like the brain, like who, truly who could care about this? I mean, the li- oh God, the liberals drive me fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> including the people who are currently president and vice president. Like, our girl... Like she's she's tweeting like a a picture of her like walking down a fucking hallway, you know, with her fucking boots on and a mask being like, there's work to do. (laughs) Shut up. Stop tweeting. Do the fucking work. Where's my stimmy check? Yeah, exactly. I just can't. It's it's really hard. Like, so back to the point, people should not politicians and actors should not be put on pedestals. Probably most people should not be put on pedestals. However, that doesn't. Athletes. Yeah, athletes. You know, most CEOs are founders. Um, Oat milk. <laughs> but but um, it does it does make a difference. And so people should have the opportunity to feel embarrassed about their choice. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I don't want anyone to think like, oh, how fucking, you know, how, or maybe you can. I don't Everyone's going to think whatever they want. Like, oh, what a what a convenient what a convenient, timed, <laughs> you know, idea to come to so late in life. So late in life. Like, I, I, I've been thinking about this for a long time. I've been for years struggling with why I was obsessed with Zach Braff in high school. <laughs> and I've been thinking about this so much in the last five years or so when conversations about representation really really began to take hold in a meaningful way and conversations about zach braff really began to stop that yeah stops talking about Zach. Braff. Did you watch that movie <laughs> while we we're here wait wait for me here i Wish saw we were here. a couple clips and i was just like i hate so much about this because it was it, bad yeah he's a out of work loser actor who's depending on kate hudson to bring home the bacon and then i think he doesn't he cheat on her maybe I'm in the movie Maybe I'm mixing it up or something. He no, isn't that the that was like the other movie, like oh, the okay. French Kiss or the Fr- the the Long Goodbye or something like that. All right, that. sorry, maybe I'm thinking of a different one, but um, whatever. Go on. <laughs> I have nothing else to say to that other than I listened to a lot of Mark Maron this week, and it sent me on the Zach Braff fucking wormhole where I was like, Jesus Christ! Like he's not, you know, I don't think he's obviously like not a, a bad person he's just like a guy in hollywood trying trying sure. to do his thing trying to you know hang out with his 21 year old girlfriend and do a <laughs> podcast with his best friend <laughs> god yeah. bless him um 
And he's probably, and he's like not that insufferable, but it was just something about it. It was just like, oh man, you sound like kind. I understand why people did not like him 20 years ago when he like popped onto the scene and was like winning a Grammy for like making a playlist. Right. And stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I, yeah, to your point, like everyone should have the chance to question their own heroes but it also means because it gives you the opportunity to like see your growth honestly for sure so that is an important thing like people there's like some lame quote that goes around where it's like if you aren't embarrassed by who you were that means you haven't but it is true oh i'm embarrassed every day about the past i'm the most i'm a redwood i'm keep growing i'm massive yeah yes exactly so i think that's good I honestly was hoping there'd be a little more like flow cue <laughs> related content. Oh God! Talking about fucking being disappointed. <laughs> I just what is she? What? Well, she's an Oscar nominee. Oh yeah, and she's doing all sorts of stuff. She is in so many great films. She's got two point one million followers on Instagram. She's born in nineteen ninety six. If I'm 45, like Zach Braff, and I'm dating Florence, the Florence Pugh of my day, actually, that kind of sounds horrible. Like I'm like trying to, I'm like trying to will into existence dating someone 20 years younger than me. Never mind. I don't want to do that. No. I don't want to date anyone 10 years younger than me. She's 25. Um, I just, it's yeah. I'm, whatever. I know I'm supposed to be like, well, the, love is love. <laughs> Age no, is nothing no. but a number. But come on. No. You're 32. Yeah. I'm 33. And I truly cannot stand hanging out with people like under 27. No. I have and one. He's, 20, young he's like 45 friend. or some shit like that. <laughs> I have my one young friend, and that's enough. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Do you who is your hero? Quickly, who's your hero that you're embarrassed currently? by? No, who's your like? Who's your hero that you were embarrassed by from like your youth? I don't know. I, I I'm because the the thing is, it's different a little bit because all of the girls I idolized were routinely torn down and destroyed by the media and society. Free so, Britney. So yeah, so like, um, Lindsay Lohan, I loved the Olsen twins. I loved all of these. Um, who else did I love? Um. Amanda Bynes loved. So all of these girls uh, had a tough go of it. Um, so it's like, I didn't, I don't feel really embarrassed for liking them because they were good at the time. They went through a lot of shit. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm not, I'm not particularly embarrassed for liking them. Maybe I haven't. It's done. our fault. It's all for, it's our fault for tearing them down. Yeah. I'm trying to think I mean, of any Canadian. Some, you reference. also picked some real winners there <laughs> with Lohan. Well, that's uh, yeah. I, I remember being really jealous of Lindsay Lohan, even though I, I was a fan, but I was also jealous because I was like, I have freckles. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm cute and have freckles. I should be in the parent trap. <laughs> and then, but then I saw it and she was so good. I was like, uh, I guess I'm a fan. And then I, she was so good in Freaky Friday, so good in Mean Girls. Mean she Girls. So and then I, mean Girls was the height. That was the it. Like, it kind of yeah. just went, started going downhill immediately after. But she had a couple songs. I was like, I like to sing. <laughs> so, she had songs? Yeah, she she had a pop career for a minute, for sure. Oh, wow. Um, but, but, you know, her life just, a lot of tough things happened. Tough stuff. Star of um, Big Brother Celebrity, you know, Dina Lohan was... It all comes back. It all comes around in a way. Yeah. Better. Don't have bad parents. Yeah. That's a tough one. Tough it's one a lesson to for out. today. Well, what a rollicking ride this has been. I'm sorry I disappointed you. I'm not disappointed. I think it's, no, I think it's good to <laughs> reflect on our pop culture stalwarts <laughs> because I'm, I was just disappointed because I thought there'd be something flow cue related. But because I like her and I want to hear. I'll her. come back. I'll do some research this week. I'll Maybe she's done a f- Mark Moran episode. Oh, I, 
Mark Moran. Is that like your your secretary of energy? Isn't his name spelled with a C? That's why I think he's French. Yeah. I always think he's <laughs> French. <right. laughs> Mark Moran. <laughs> yeah, it sounds French. Mark Moran. <laughs> uh, I, maybe, maybe we'll do some flow facts next week. Flow facts. Um, I would love that. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Tweet at us. Hey, Julie BB. <laughs> Rest are rolling his eyes. <laughs> oh, damn. That's just funny. Um, we are here for you. We're going to talk about Barb and Star a little bit more next week, but then we'll have and more Wanda vision, probably, possibly. And uh, we'll have some other hot pop culture takes for you. See you then. <laughs> Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie. <laughs>